Renegade Broadcasting. Hard-hitting talk radio. Hey guys, what's up? It's Sinead. I wanted to do a brief show tonight to go over this Dr. Andrew Kaufman, who is now being elevated to the status of a, you know, a, a movement leader, the likes, joining the likes of uh, RFK Jr. and all the rest, um, you know, David Icke and all of these people um, that those who claim to be awake and aware of the truth still seem to put on a pedestal. I don't understand it. Um, you know, just because they're saying that COVID is a hoax doesn't mean that they're like on our side or that they're good people because come on guys, COVID is, it's, it's a warfare tactic. So do we really think that our enemies wouldn't have all of their little controlled opposition agents in place, ready to go whenever they tell them to, um, to lead the opposition to, this obvious hoax. I mean, of course they knew that people, not everybody was going to be a good little sheep and put their mask on and be quiet about all of this. They know that they have AI game theory things running. They, they can predict our behavior pretty well. So they obviously knew you and me and the people listening here weren't going to buy it. We were going to see that it was either being inflated, that it was being over-exaggerated, or that it's an all-out hoax, and that's what I believe. I don't even think there was, like, oh, flu season, you know? People get sick all times of year, and that has to do with many different factors. It could be environmental factors. It could be stress. It could be their diet. So I know there is a flu season, but in my opinion, that season is induced by flu shots being given around that time. So... You know, I'm not saying people don't get sick. Of course they do. But this corona thing, this COVID-19, this, uh, what did they call it? Um, oh, unique or this unprecedented virus or whatever. Oh, novel. This novel coronavirus um, is just so different. The COVID-19. Because, I mean, if you look in medical journal, um, medical books, textbooks, they show the coronavirus as just being the common cold. Right. So the common cold hits people all year round. Some people get sick in the summer. Some people get sick in the fall, the spring. You know, there are many different reasons for that. So COVID-19 was this novel strain of the common cold coronavirus that they said was, you know, killing everybody. So obviously coronaviruses or colds exist. I don't necessarily agree with the whole viral theory, but it wasn't COVID-19. It wasn't some deadly virus that's creeping around and it's going to get you when you're out walking in nature, but it won't get you at Walmart and, you know, standing in line and all this stuff. So I wanted to look into who, who spoke at this event. You know, again, we're going to shocker. They're all going to be the Nazis, the Nazis and a bunch of freaking Jews. So, I mean, the name Kaufman right away should ring alarm bells. Oh, that guy's probably Jewish. And yes, he is. I've also covered this weird connection on my shows in the past between him and this technology, this wireless suicide prevention technology. He's even pictured shaking the hand of uh, Governor Cuomo. I mean, I'm like 99% sure that's the same Dr. Kaufman. They look the same. They wear the same kind of glasses um, from New York, and his name is Dr. Andrew Kaufman. So pretty sure that's the same Andrew Kaufman. So I'll, I'll review a little bit of that information because do we really think that Mr. Kaufman just wants to use wireless sensors put onto people to, uh, you know, prevent them from killing themselves? Do we really think that? Or is this some kind of, you know, mind control, uh, digital gulag 
that he and his ilk have planned for all of us. So again, I know I'm going to get hate from people that just hate having their like Messiah shot down and, you know, oh, I'm just jealous of Dr. Andrew Kaufman. I'm jealous of all these people. No, what, what's in it for me? What's in it for me constantly talking about this stuff? I don't do it because I like it or I get some kind of, you know, great reward for it. I get quite the opposite. I get a ton of hate for it, you know, but at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do. And if I can, you know, just kind of alert people to, Hey, you know, you might not want to like, you know, follow this person or I don't mean follow them, you know, like their work, but you might not want to like put all your faith in this person that they're somehow going to help you when, you know, you could just do this yourself. Um, and again, with these with these protests and everything, I think it's great that people are out there. It's just we have to ask who's organizing these. And, you know, if you're going to go to a protest, I say just, like, do it on your own. You know, I know some people want to, sh- you know, meet up with other people. But a lot of these anti-corona um, or, you know, calling out the COVID hoax protests are unfortunately led by a bunch of Q-tards. And, and we all know that Q is controlled opposition. And, unfortunately, we're all being kind of grouped in with the, Q, the Q-tards now because we talk about similar things like exposing child trafficking and things that really matter. And a lot of these Q-tards, you know, I don't hate them. I think a lot of them are trying to do the right thing and they think – that they're doing the right thing and that they're bucking the system and all of that. But at the end of the day, they're just playing right into their hands. So I thought we could just kind of go over who was there, um, how they're always talking about, you know, vaccines are like the Holocaust and this and that, which, yeah, I mean, they're saying vaccines are bad, but they're still reinforcing this whole evil Nazis thing. And it's just... It's so obvious. It's getting so old. And we really need to be aware that our enemies are always going to use controlled opposition, especially when talking about something as big as a worldwide lockdown and removal of our rights, any of them that we had left. Okay, so one of the first people here, um, and I'm kind of discovering all of this as I do the show because I don't have a lot of time, but one of the first uh, doctors that spoke there was a doctor of philosophy. Um So it was Dr. Kevin Corbett. Some of his tweets here, um, he's tweeting out about, I don't even know who this is, just says, looks like Hitler from what he's saying. Can't see any mustache through the face, Nappy. Um, He's talking about Hayden. I don't know, let me see who this guy is, because, you know, he's literally Hitler. I don't know, my internet is so damn slow, like it's taking 10 minutes to open a freaking tweet. So I don't know, we're just going to move on. He was talking about some politician or something. Um, so he also says they, they keep using the term Nazification for what's going on here with the COVID hoax. Um, here's a tweet from him. London mayor cons Pied Piper buses, Nazified child only buses, four men, adult resentment, isolate kids from outside observers like care homes, hospitals. Will buses have temperature monitors? Yeah. So I guess, you know, all of the stuff that's going on, um, the restrictions put on children and all of us is it's totally what the Nazis would have done. That's why the Jews that control all of our governments are doing this to us because they're Nazis. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. The picture was of the Australian prime minister. So yeah. Oh yeah. He's totally Hitler. He's totally Hitler. I don't even know who he is. Uh, Scott Morrison, I think. Um, but he's probably Jewish <laughs> owned by them for sure. But yeah, I mean, most likely chosen. So he's got to be Hitler. I mean, yeah, totally. This really great picture that he's pinned to the top of his Twitter 
it's him and some other people with a big sign that says, oh my God, drum roll, slow internet, curfews equal Nazification. Yeah, you guys are so logical. I mean, I'm pretty sure these people that are, you know, part of this event, like part of organizing and speaking at it, they know what the hell is going on. Um, But, you know. This is their little job, I I guess, to to do this. Yes, it's the Nazis. All those Jewish last names and positions of power. Yeah. Secret Nazis. I guess this Dolores Cahill, Cahill, however you say it, um, apparently had something to do with this. I don't know. They just kind of randomly mention her in this paragraph. I guess she's like an alt-right figure now, apparently. The Irish Freedom Party is sharing her here. I don't know. They say that she spoke with an alt-right YouTuber, so I, I don't really know who that was, but okay. So, of course, it's just always like anybody that's against this hoax is a far-right extremist um, or, you know, they're part of the conservative Q-tard crowd. So I guess this woman talks about the grand replacement, which, you know, it's just genocide. It's literally genocide. We should just call it that. Um, You know, so now our people are going to be associated with this and everything. I guess Pierce Corbin was there. Um, I guess he's the the brother of Jeremy Corbin. Interesting. You know, they say that this guy has collaborated with Holocaust deniers in the past. But, I mean, yeah, your your protest is all about calling your government Nazis. So I don't really see the disconnect. I, I don't understand the disconnect there. Like, oh, yeah, there's such Holocaust deniers here at this edgy protest holding up Nazification and comparing everything to the Nazis. It just doesn't, it doesn't compute. We also had former UKIP leader Gerard Baden, um, I guess. I guess he was just in attendance. I don't know. We also had Dr. Eric Nepute, and he's very, very adamant about um, you voting, you know, because that's going to change everything. You just got to vote for the right candidate that's going to just end this worldwide communist takeover, you know. Um, So he says here in a tweet, we will be voting in person. We will be voting in person. We will be voting in person. What they shit down schools and Maybe he meant shut down, but he wrote, what they shit down schools and churches. That's where we normally go vote. Vote is capitalized, by the way, because it's holy and sacred. This must just be a coincidence. (laughs) Okay. Again, I don't believe he's a medical doctor. Not that medical doctors are freaking, like, smart. I mean, trust me. Um, but you know, when you have everybody talking about viruses and all that, it's just always good to have an actual like MD to say, this is a doctor doctor who's saying that this is false, you know, but they get a lot of these like PhDs and types like that. So I guess this guy was touting, um, tonic water as a cure for COVID, but why would he even be talking about COVID needing a cure if he's like at this COVID is a hoax thing. Maybe because of the quinine, and isn't that part of the hydroxychloroquine? I mean, um, tonic water is probably very good for you, you know, and that quinine stuff is probably medicinal. I think that's what they first created tonic waters for. They were like a medicinal drink. But, you know, all this talk about hydroxychloroquine and all this from these Q-tards and these other types, while they're out there protesting a fake virus and shutdown. It doesn't make any sense. Why are you saying that there is this hidden cure if there is no virus to begin with and people aren't actually dying? Then why are you putting forth these doctors that have cured it with hydroxychloroquine? It just, it doesn't make logical sense at all. 
Are they just trying to confuse everybody? Probably. Probably. So again, all of this like voting, voting, voting. Are they voting in England at the same time as we do? Why are all of these like worldwide protests so centered on American politics? You know, we had the RFK Jr. speech with all these cutards there. I mean, this was in Germany. Why, why would they care about if Donald Trump gets into office or not? It's really crazy how they've like spread this worldwide to have all these other countries so well, manufactured to be so concerned about what goes on here. It's, it's crazy. It's just ridiculous. And just again, real quick, you know, they had their mobile um, truck with the big video screen on it. And they're like broadcasting Dr. Andrew Kaufman to everybody while he gave his robotic speech that he was clearly just reading from his computer. Um, you know, again, who pays for this, right? I just have to ask, like, okay, maybe some people donated and they got, like, this mobile truck and, you know, but I, it's hard to find who actually organized this uh, this protest arrangement thing, whatever it was. I can't really find out who organized it, so that's why I'm just going into who all was there so we can look into them more and then maybe we'll find out who actually organized this. I mean, that would be freaking awesome if we had the, the funds to, to rent or buy one of these uh, moving uh, television screens, these moving screens to, like, broadcast a message on. That would be amazing. But, I mean, definitely don't have the funds for that at all. Um, that's, a, that's a cool activism idea, though. If somebody can raise the money for that, go for it. Oh, so I guess this Dr. Nepute, Nepute, however you say it, I guess he's a chiropractor. I'm not knocking chiropractors at all, but unfortunately there are just as many frauds in the chiropractic industry as there are in the medical industry. You know, it's just like any any industry, any anything, there's going to be frauds. He's a wellness warrior. Woo. It's interesting, He's his avatar here... Um, I don't know what the background is, but it has, like, the three arrows that Antifa uses, only they're, like, kind of turned upside down. Now, arrows aren't always Antifa, but it's just interesting symbolism, okay? So on this Dr. Eric Napute, whatever, on his Instagram, he has lots of stuff about all the natural cures that can be used for curing corona, <laughs> which, again, doesn't make any sense, because aren't they protesting that this thing is not real? <laughs> or are they just mad that it got shut down? that like everything got locked down for the common cold. I don't know because everyone holding up signs there is saying hoax, not everybody, but you know, there's a lot of people there with hoax signs. So why would we even be discussing the cure of a hoax virus? I don't get it. And of course, you know, these doctors and everybody that they had speak are very involved in politics in U S politics. So why, you know, it's a lot of Americans speaking to these people in London, not that we shouldn't, you know, support each other, but it's just weird that these people that are very involved in, like, the whole Trump right-wing thing in America are going and speaking to people in London. <laughs> oh, they couldn't, sorry, they couldn't come to America because we're having Black Lives Matter riots right now, so they, I guess they just, you know, they went off to help the English. Well, what's left of them? Because there really aren't many indigenous British people left, so, you know, it's nice. And of course, they're all talking about Cuomo, Cuomo, Cuomo. Well, why is Dr. Kaufman shaking hands with him in the, in this picture over here? Why are they why was he being like given, I don't know, an award or some kind of like recognition for his wireless suicide detection stuff? Um, you know, why don't I just get into that right now? Uh, and then we'll get back into all the other presenters later. So 
It looks just like him to me. It says, upstate inventors create first-of-a-kind system to save lives. Oh, yeah. Whenever I see two Jews shaking hands like Kaufman and Andrew Cuomo, I just automatically assume they want to save my life. That's why they're doing all of this to us, guys, because they just want to save us. So, okay. It's not even just some kind of, like, therapeutic methodology. No, he wants to use wireless sensors on people. Like implants sensors that's to save you guys though just remember it's to save you don't listen to Sinead because she just is jealous of Andrew Kaufman and Cuomo and all the other Jews and just don't don't listen to her okay you know we just want to help you with these little sensors we're going to drill them into your brain but it's just to make sure that you're okay so all right I'll read to you a little bit of the article says, a prototype of a suicide detection system created by two upstate medical university forensic psychiatrists has the potential of saving lives and saving the nation millions of dollars. So, is he a psychiatrist or an MD? I don't know, because it's hard to find out, actually. He's always just referred to as Dr. Kaufman. So, if anybody knows, or if I'm wrong about this, just let me know. This could be another uh, Jew named Andrew Kaufman. But... It looks, it looks like him. He's got a freaking twin if it's not him. But let's get, to the, uh, let's get to the whole sensors part. Okay, real quick aside, okay, before I get into the sensors and everything. So I just did a little digging because I want to make sure that I'm being 100% truthful here and I'm not conflating things that, things that don't exist. But it really, okay, I think it's him because I just went to, like, his official website. He's calling himself MD. Okay. But when you go up here, he talks about suicide prevention, and it associates him with Noel, um, Noel JL. Yes, so they were working together on this suicide prevention detection system. So we have confirmed, it is confirmed that this guy, this freaking shill, was working on this, this thing. So let me get back to what that thing is. I just wanted to make sure. So he's saying basically, you know, hospitals pay so much money to monitor a single individual in jail or in other, you know, settings, psychiatric uh, facilities, when we could just hook up, you know, monitors to them, wireless sensors that detect the pulse and oxygen level of the brain's blood supply and transmit this data to the networked backbone and base station. Yeah, him and his buddies are going to be running the base station, just making sure that your brain is thinking good thoughts. Oh, did you did you just question um, the Holocaust? Sorry, um, <laughs> you're like a little shock. I'm sorry, Doctor Kaufman. I love the Jews. They are my favorite rulers. Thank you, Doctor Kaufman. Please give me some more Zoloft. <laughs> so this guy clearly, I guess, started out as a psychiatrist because he's being listed as a psychiatrist here. Um, I mean, right? Let's see. I've seen it mentioned several times in this. So, yeah, they're saying they were, him and Noel, his partner, were two upstate medical university forensic psychiatrists. So, according to the psychiatrist, Andrew Kaufman, but he doesn't really mention that in his, like, official Dr. Andrew Kaufman MD website, where he's got his little, like, you know, his little picture where he looks all wholesome and I'm just a I'm a health warrior (laughs) yeah yeah so he was a clinical assistant professor of psychiatry um 
But does it ever say he was an actual psychiatrist? It doesn't seem like it does. He mentored fellows in psychiatric specialties. Okay, well, yes, it lists him as a forensic psychiatrist. Got it. What what the hell even is a forensic psychiatrist? Like, psychiatrists would imply that they're uh, prescribing medication. So how can you forensically do that? Let's find out. I love to I love to see the mental g- gymnastics that people do to come up with ridiculous uh, ways of poisoning people. Let's see here. So it's a branch of psychiatry dealing with the assess dealing. Is that a word or did this healthcareers.nhs thing spell it wrong? I've never heard of dealing. People in England tell me is that a word? But it says forensic psychiatry is a branch of psychiatry dealing with the assessment and treatment of offenders in prisons, secure hospitals, and the community with mental health problems. Now, oh, that sounds really nice. Like, oh, Andrew Kaufman just wants to make sure that the bad people are put in secure hospitals. And, um, you know, the people with mental health problems, like, you know, people that notice that it's the Jews, um, they should probably be monitored with our little suicide detection wireless sensors that we'll put on them. I mean, come on, guys, really? This this guy is nefarious. <laughs> this is not to be taken lightly. Just because he has this nice little photo shoot headshot picture on his website that looks all nice and and you know non-threatening and oh I'm just such a health warrior guys I'm a truther. Um, no. Why would any truther be like shaking hands with Cuomo? Like yes I've done it. I've made this freaking Goyam wireless detection sensor thing. You're welcome. It's very concerning. Very concerning. And here, here is this guy who wants to literally put sensors on people in jails and psychiatric hospitals. And remember, guys, remember what happened in the Soviet Union. They threw people like us who just saw that Jewish supremacists were destroying our countries and were uh, genociding us and making the whole entire world a miserable place to be, thanks to Bolshevism and communism. People like us that saw that, we would be killed thrown in psychiatric hospitals, lobotomized with kykotropics, right? And who prescribes these kykotropics but people like Andrew Kaufman? He's not some like, oh, I'm just a doctor, like I'm an all-natural doctor who just cares about health. This dude is a psychiatrist. His training is in poisoning you. Psychiatry has zero science foundation. It is not rooted in science whatsoever, we do not have chemical imbalances in our heads. We may, after um, psychotropics, are put into our bodies because that's what they do. But no, this whole chemical imbalance thing has never been scientifically proven, ever. So the whole entire psychiatric industry is a fraud. I know some people might be like, well, I knew someone with schizophrenia and you know they were hallucinating and then they took these meds and they were better, but... Even if they get rid of the hallucinations for a while, those meds long-term, they kill those people. They get things like tardive dyskinesia where, I mean, they're like, they can't control their mouths. I, I experienced it firsthand when I worked at an assisted living facility for people like this. It was heartbreaking. And these people had no support. They had no family. It was basically live in this piece of shit place or be on the streets. 
And really, this place was like one step up from the streets. It was disgusting. But the agreement was, if you're going to stay at this place, you have to take your medication because you're so crazy. No, you're not just traumatized and have had a horrible life and have had nobody to support you and have had no purpose. No, you just need to take your medication because you're so mentally ill. And this is the first line that all these people, all these anti-whites and, and Jewish people a lot of the times say when we point out what their tribe is doing. They'll say, oh, you need to go on antipsychotics. You're so crazy. Oh, you're so bipolar, this, that. They'll list off all the little creations that the Jewish buddies made for the DSM, you know, the DSM that's just made by people. They just make these things up every year. They vote on it. They're like, oh, okay, let's take um, sodomy out as a mental illness. That's totally not a mental illness anymore. It's actually really good for you, <laughs> really good for your body. Um, and let's put in orthorexia, you know, which I believe is caring about what you put into your body, being concerned about pesticides and chemicals and phthalates and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, that's a condition now, by the way. So this is what Dr. Kaufman does. Now, it might not look like he's doing it in front of us or anymore, but do, you, do we really think this guy went from being, you know, very involved with uh, this research and being a psychiatrist for many years, teaching psychiatry, do we really think that he would have had such a change of heart that now he just all of a sudden totally cares about all of us? <laughs> I don't. I really don't. And I mean, come on, Tesla said it best, you guys. You know who not to trust, ever. Even if they put on a nice little Mr. Rogers sweater cardigan thing and wear their thick-rimmed glasses to, like, divert your attention away from their very Jewish features, doesn't, doesn't mean they're a good person. really doesn't. And I don't think any person that is prescribing psychotropic medication to people uh, is a good person. I just don't. I'm not saying they can't change or they can't be awoken to the truth, but... I mean, they're not. <laughs> and I mean, I, like, I know some of them personally. <laughs> so, yeah, they're just really not. And I love how with this technology that uh, Kaufman came out with, he didn't even try to pretend like he was trying to, like, prevent suicides. He was just basically his pitch was, <laughs> we're spending way too much money monitoring people that want to kill themselves. So it would just be way easier to put these things on them. We'd save a bunch of money. And, like, so what if they still kill themselves? It's not a big deal. But we have to say that we, you know, tried to stop it and everything so we don't get sued. That's basically it. It's not, hey, let's find out why people are incarcerated over and over again. Let's find out why people are suicidal and having psychiatric breakdowns. You know, let's maybe get to the bottom of this. And uh, no, it doesn't require medication. We need to really deal with trauma and lifestyle. And, well, when you live in a hellish world like we have, um, which is completely created, it doesn't have to be this way. When you live in a world like that, it doesn't... Uh, facilitate a healthy mind, especially for the amount of trauma that some people have gone through and are still just walking around with that trauma with unbelievable things that you can't even imagine that they're just carrying around with them. So, I mean, that would be the way to actually try and stop suicide. You know, they talk about, oh, suicide prevention. Oh, we care so much about it. But if you did, you wouldn't put wireless sensors onto people that... <laughs> will induce those things even more. 
you know? It's not just the surveillance aspect, that creepiness, that they're monitoring your freaking breathing and when your blood pressure goes up and stuff, but it's the attack on your brain, your spirit, really, with these wireless frequencies being blasted into your head, you know? And you've got fluid up there in your brain. Your brain is floating around in fluid. So if these things are attached to your head, you know, it's just kind of like with ultrasound going through water. It's amplified. So, I mean, just basically what they just want to do is kill people faster. (laughs) That's what I'm getting. Kill them faster and for less money. That's the Jewish way. It really is, isn't it, Dr. Kaufman? It truly is. You know, I'd be interested to, to get an appointment with him. He'd be like, yeah, you need to be on so many different medications because you're so crazy and histrionic and, oh, you're just so angry at nobody. Oh, the Jews just consume you. We're 2% of the population, yet we take up 100% of your headspace. That's what they comment, all those little kids comment all over my TikTok. (laughs) It's great. Some of them, it's funny though. At least they can joke. They'll be like, I'm going to shut off your (laughs) Wi-Fi. Or they'll be like, check your bank account tomorrow. Hey, you know what? I can at least hang with that. If you if you Jewish kids can joke, I don't interact with them back and forth. I just, I won't. But they comment on my stuff, and I think it's hilarious. One of them was like, girl, how can I control the world when I can't even control my own emotions? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I'm not going after these freaking Jewish kids that have been brainwashed to think that, like, everybody hates them. And, well, now a lot of people do, you guys, because of what your tribe is doing. So you have to basically like speak out against that if you want anybody to not group you in with them. But you know, gosh, I don't have like hate blind hatred towards these kids. They don't have, they don't have control of anything. At least not yet. Maybe they'll grow up to like own a bank one day. I don't know. But it's funny that, I mean, those are probably still the kids that like mass reported my account anyways, but you know, at least they got some jokes. It's better than, you know, totally flipping out and like, I don't know, trying to kill me. Uh, who knows, though? They might still be trying to do that. I'm going to organize a little kid again, a little child gang to come get me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For some reason, the, the TikToks that I do, they only get to, like, the Jews. <laughs> I'm not trying to reach you guys, but it's because they share them amongst each other. So they're like, oh, my God, did you see this? Can you believe that? I'm not trying to. That's why I use anti-Zionist hashtags, guys. I'm not trying to, like, show this content to you but I guess they probably browse those hashtags, you know, anything that is anti-Semitic. They probably browse the hashtag just so they can go swarm and be like, we, we don't control everything. So that's why we're going to get you shut down and we're going to take down your account because we don't even control anything. <laughs> that's really what they say, though. It's it's hilarious the way that they contradict themselves just within one sentence or two Okay, but I think it's really interesting that Kaufman lists himself as a natural healing consultant. So, okay, so if he's not practicing psychiatry anymore, why would he be referring to himself as a doctor? I don't think, like, if you're done practicing medicine, I don't know, can you, I guess you can call yourself a doctor for the rest of your life, but are we supposed to believe that he just stopped, you know, that's how he's probably making the bulk of his money is prescribing psychotropic drugs. Maybe he's getting some money for his little speeches and appearances here and there now and his natural healing consultation. But, huh, natural healing. Okay, all right, maybe he had a change of heart. Maybe he was like, gosh, I've been prescribing poison for years and now I'm going to be a natural healer. 
let's see what kind of natural healing stuff he offers. Actually, first, before I get into that, I was just looking at some of the publications that he's worked Yeah, publications that he has worked on. And just the area of research that he's in is very interesting to me. So this one is interesting. Should we use law enforcement for emergency transportation of people with mental illness? Like, my stomach sinks when I read that. I mean, because look, they can declare anybody mentally ill. If you don't believe the official government narrative, if you don't believe that Nazis are going to take over the world or whatever... (laughs) They could be like, well, we need to get the police over here to transport you um, because you're mentally ill. So, okay, what else does he have? Hmm. Another very interesting uh, line of research here, commitment statutes. Do they stray from the legal standard and the hypothetical application of involuntary commitment criteria? Huh. Involuntary commitment criteria. That basically means like a Baker Act where you are forcibly taken to a psychiatric facility against your will. And I believe they can hold you for up to 72 hours, if not more. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Mr. Dr. Andrew Kaufman, you know, truth warrior. Yeah. He's just fighting for the truth. Another one here, inmate patients in state prison, prevalence, reluctance to report, and treatment preferences. Reluctance to report, huh? Oh, yeah, it's about suicidal ideation. Gee, I wonder why they wouldn't want to report it. Do you think if they go up to somebody in freaking state prison and say, I want to kill myself, they'll say, oh, come in and have a cup of tea and let's talk about it. No, they'll be put in isolation where they'll become even more mentally deranged because they are being isolated. So, gosh, why, why are they reluctant to report that they want to kill themselves? It's so weird. They did another one here. Psychiatrist knowledge of the commitment statutes. I don't know if I read that all before. Maybe there's another one about commitment, but commitment is like being committed to an insane asylum, basically, or a psychiatric hospital. Got to love his little mission statement here. Medicamentum authentica means authentic medicine in Latin. This is the standard I ascribe to when I present health information and work with clients. Since word meanings are frequently changed, even inverted by official dictionaries, Latin provides sanctuary. Wow, that's so deep. Let's go to his Facebook page. Oh man, he sells his own tinctures and stuff? Whoa, totally got to check that out. Do they have, um, like, risperidone in them? <laughs> Do you put Xanax in your tinctures? A little a little dusting of Xanax in there? Or maybe some anti-Semitox. Maybe he'll prescribe me a, an anti-Semitox tincture because nothing else has worked. Yeah, just looking at his Facebook, it looks like um, he's teamed up with, da- with uh, David Icke. And, uh, you know, he's all such a, such a trustworthy character as well. It's the rich white men um, that are behind the COVID hoax, by the way. All right. According to him, so don't question him. Okay, but back to the other people in attendance here. I guess we had uh, Kate Shemirani. She calls herself the natural nurse in a toxic world. Okay. I hope she's as good of a nurse as our friend Fatney because she might be nurse of the year, I'd say, with her wonderful dietary recommendations. It's just very... Very health-focused. So Kate Shemirani has some pretty based tweets. I like this one here. 
Without the help of the doctors and nurses, the extermination of Jews, gypsies, homosexuals, blacks, disabled in the Holocaust could not have been executed. 2020, we have the common purpose, NHS, Rambo emoji. Complicit, GMC, NMC. Just doing your job, is it? Whoa. She is a... Watch out for Kate Shemirani, okay? You guys. Because, you, yeah, Nazis, watch out. Better watch out. Kate, you're, go, you're going down. Freaking going down, Nazis. I believe she is British, though. So we had one British person so far. I don't know. Are the other ones not... I don't think the Nit and a Pewdie guy was British. I don't know. So I'm reading from one article that apparently David Icke addressed... Oh, he just addressed those gathered in Trafalgar Square. I don't know if that means that he was there or he just... I, I don't know. But he shared a meme of himself on Twitter, just him and his fat belly with his zipped-up coat. <laughs> and it says, the tide is turning. Come on, people. Let's go. Dude, I'm not going anywhere with you. You look like a creepy dude that is going to drive up in a white van and try to steal your kids, your children. I need to stop saying kids. It's just bad habit. Okay, I guess there was also Dr. Adil. Is Iqbal Adil? <laughs> That's a crazy name. I guess he's a Pakistani. Is this article saying that Cherie Tenpenny was there? Really? I don't know. I heard that she was um, a Scientologist. A lot of her talks were very good, and there was good information in there. Not not denying that. Okay, so yes, Cherie Tenpenny was there. Interesting. Okay, but don't okay don't people have to quarantine for a couple weeks when they travel, right? I wondered the same thing about that RFK Jr. speech. I mean, maybe they did, but don't you have to quarantine when you come somewhere from out of the country? I don't know. I'm too lazy to look it up, but I feel like I've heard that. Oh, man, Mark Steele was there. I just recently learned about who this guy was because these seem to be a lot of British people, you know, like activists that we might not know about over here. But I had seen some video on uh, World Truth videos about this weapons expert guy that this woman was talking to. And, you know, some of it was interesting, and I was like, okay, well, I'll share some of this. Um, and right away, Anthony was like, I don't know, this dude gives me shill vibes. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, he really does. He has sunglasses on inside. I mean, who does that? <laughs> like, HT, we, we know he does. Um, but I just thought it was weird, you know, like, weapons expert. So come to find out, there's a woman called Annie Logical... Um, and she's exposed him. He, he's working with the companies that are putting up the damn 5G towers. <laughs> like that, these controlled opposition shills are the, they're the most evil. It's so sick because, you know, just like Kaufman pretending he's a natural health consultant wanting to like, you know, incarcerate people for mental illness and it's censors and all this stuff. And then you've got, you know, Mark Steele who claims he's fighting against 5G when he's literally like putting them up. Working with those companies, I mean, it's just disgusting. I don't know how more people don't get upset about this. Am I the only one? I have, like, righteous anger towards it because I hate being fooled, and I hate watching people be fooled by evil people. It's just something that I can't, I can't stand quiet about. I can't just say, oh, well, you know, like, they're fucking stupid and too bad. Like, 
No, because people have told me information that I didn't know before, like about Alex Jones and about all these other people. And it shatters your reality for a bit. And you feel like, what the hell? That's terrible. You know, I trusted these people and I thought that they, you know, wanted what's best. That's why they say all these truthful things. But no, 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 no. There are so many frauds out there. It's it's crazy. But yeah, Mark Steele spoke there as well. There were some other people there as well, some other speakers. I'm not saying they're all bad, but I just wanted to kind of re-go over that stuff with Dr. Andrew Kaufman because he's really being touted around the alternative realms right now as some kind of great hero. And, I mean, I just think it's quite dangerous, really. I mean, this guy is involved in some, some crazy stuff. He doesn't seem to talk about any of that anymore, though. He's a, he's a truth teller now. You'd think he'd be like, yeah, man, back when I shook Cuomo's hand, like, I was thinking, geez, what a bad guy. You know, he's probably going to do something terrible one day. Doesn't really seem to ever bring up, uh, you know, his past with that. But I guess he does kind of brag about it a bit on his uh, credentials page of his website. But that's pretty much it. I just wanted to share that with everybody. Okay, we're going to splice this in. Maybe before I shill for the Heathen Herbs products. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, Kyle and I were talking, and he came up with a theory with this whole Kaufman thing that made a lot of sense. So I'll let you say it because you're the one who came up with it. Okay, well, if they're looking to get people committed. A lot of his research was about committals. and. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a good way to do that would be to have somebody come out and endorse a theory that these viruses don't exist, that it's all fake, and that that turns people into COVID deniers, which I think they're justified in being. Right. However, they are now seen as conspiracy theorists, COVID deniers, who are a danger to the health of uh, the public. Mm -hmm. So in certain places, like Australia and, and elsewhere, you can be arrested for spreading conspiracy theories like this, and also, you could be shut out from social media. So it is a way to put get... into a prison or a psychiatric hospital or mm-hmm. a COVID, you know, detention center. Right. So it is a way using this this Dr. Kaufman to get people to basically espouse an ideology that, although it might be rooted in some facts, will end up with those people getting committed or getting detained. So that could very well be part of the agenda. Yeah. And I haven't even really listened to, like, any of his interviews or anything. I listened to his speech at the thing in Trafalgar Trafalgar Square. And uh, it was just very robotic, and it didn't really say too much, you know? It was just, like, a bunch of fluff. Um, But I don't really know what he's pushing. Is he saying, like, viruses don't exist? Is that one? Do you know if that's something he's... I think that might be the line he's taking. Now, while I can't say 100%, yes, they do, no, they don't, I mean, I guess it, the way you would play into his hand is if you were like, yes, I'm Kaufman, there's no such, you know, there's well, no such thing as a virus, he's our leader. I, I think he's pushing that viruses are exosomes, which okay. makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah. Things are protruding from a cell that is damaged. Mm-hmm. That does make sense. It does. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just he's got some very seedy, seedy stuff going on, right. especially with that technology and just the, the line of research that he has been credited uh, on, the, the studies mm-hmm. he's been a part of. They're all very interesting. Well, and this guy was not the first to come around with this theory. He's right. basically just taking what other people have said. And getting 
promoted. Right. Like you're only going to hear him say it when many other actual like medical doctors or, you know, maybe even people that are closer to, I don't know, virology or things like that. Not a psychiatrist, a forensic psychiatrist who deals with like prison populations. Why is he all of a sudden like this truth seeker guy? You know, I was just thinking um, that the show that was playing uh, earlier today out there in the garage was one that you were doing. And it was from 2016 about how uh, viruses aren't what we think they are. You're talking about there. I think we were also, you're also talking about wow. Morgellons and everything. But it, oh my like, God, I'm a prophet. <laughs> but it was, it was you know, basically just saying that uh, we should be looking into toxicology, yes. not virology. Yes. And think about, okay, I've heard of people getting like coughs and stuff cough, around. Cough man? Cough man. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Cough man. But I think, you know, a lot of these uh, antibacterial sprays and disinfectants are being sprayed all over the place. Like if you go to a grocery store, that handle will have just been sprayed. It's all around there. There's more of this sanitation and real sanitation is not bad, you know, but not using toxic chemicals everywhere. If you you could smell it, it means it's getting into your lungs. It is entering into your body. If you can smell it, then it is getting into your body. Yeah. Uh, just even walking down the uh, the, line, the laundry detergent aisle, mm-hmm. you know, like we haven't been to a grocery store since they required masks. I don't really miss it. I mean, I miss the convenience of it, but I don't miss walking towards the laundry detergent aisle. You can smell it from, you know, a couple aisles away. It's disgusting. Also, the amount of disinfectants that have been promoted since this whole thing started, oh, yeah. uh, a number of them have come out and. They've, they've had to take away the recommendation of them because they're unsafe. Jeez. And, of course, uh, they're going to cause respiratory issues, especially the ones that are sprayed. Mm-hmm. There have been a number of studies showing how these are not good for you. Yeah, they might kill 99% of, usually they say bacteria. Yeah, or germs. Mo- most of these are saying bacteria. Yeah. And but there's wait, good I bacteria. Thought, I thought we were dealing with a virus, and yes, there is good bacteria as well. And it's yeah, what is that. it, a bacteria or a virus? What, they can't say that they kill viruses, I guess. I don't know, but just most of the, the um, yeah. advertising for these things talk about killing bacteria. Mm-hmm. Which it's now required everywhere to use hand sanitizer. I saw a place where you have to have your hand you know, squirted with hand sanitizer for the bathroom door to open. They're getting people primed to have chips. I mean, I know it sounds like, oh, 666, mark of the beast. But, like, I mean, it's, it's, people already have chips. You know, I don't know if we're all getting chipped or whatever, but that is a good way to prime people for like having to have certain access, Corona approved, to enter a bathroom. We already have chips; they're just held in our hands, right? Meaning the phones, and they're becoming increasingly required to do certain kinds of payments, contactless Mm -hmm. payment. Yep, Uh, that's now the the big thing. Mm -hmm. So so convenient. Uh, oftentimes they're going to not just require to start, but incentivize it. You know, you might get some extra rewards or something by going contactless. Yep. And that's all just about training us to basically eschew human contact in general. Yes. And making us much easier to control. Don't like talk it. to each other because that'll spread the virus. English is going to spread it. English spreads <laughs> it more than other languages. White people you know talking spreads Jewess, it. Okay. A Jewess. I know. I saw that. that. Yeah. And speaking loud. And who speaks English? Well, pretty much white people here because everyone else speaks Spanish or something else. Freaking Creole. <laughs> What do Haitians speak? French? <laughs> we got a lot of Haitians here. But, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much it. I just wanted to throw that out there because that makes perfect sense. Just like that Mark Steele guy being all, oh, I'm anti-5G, and then literally, like, ushering in the 5G. 
you know? And we were wondering, well, why? Like, why? Why would they send these people out to do this, you know? But I think it's just because other people are saying the same thing, so they have to steal their thunder and, you know, kind of shine the spotlight on them. Like, no, listen to me. It's the freaking Nazis. It's the Nazis, you guys. So I guess that would be the motive. Really graceful. Oh, really graceful, yeah. And then Mitt Romney uh, ended up with these Nazis from IG Farben and all of this. Mitt Romney is such a Nazi. The Nazis took over major positions in the U.S. government. No, actually, the the Nazis, the so-called Nazis, they lost. They lost big time. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, they lost the war officially. But what? They just fled over here because they, like, controlled this country? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, I thought we'd be speaking German if we lost the war. That would be freaking awesome, honestly. That would be cool. Yeah. Instead of, <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. Instead of bowing down on some uh, Sharia little carpet thingy. Yep. <laughs> praising Allah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, you could be speaking German as one of your many languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of many. Oh, it sounds so terrible. Oh, no, I'm so glad the Nazis lost. And oh, But wait, the Nazis didn't lose, though, because they still control everything? <laughs> what? That's what this thing in London was yep. talking about. They were calling it Nazification. Having curfews is Nazification. When did Hitler ever, like, issue curfews? I mean, I don't know all the ins and outs of the history, but... Really, it was the Jews. Was it maybe during wartime? I don't... I don't think he was... Doing anything to curfews with, with curfews. Well, they say he took away their guns too. That's no, he that's, took away the yeah. guns from Jews. Yeah, exactly. He actually made it easier for German stone guns. <laughs> oh, it's terrible! No, no, only the only the chosen ones should have guns. They know how to they know how to use them on the right targets. And I've actually made uh, requests for them to be able to carry them in countries in Europe where it's illegal because of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Yep. Okay. Well, that's it. So, check out heathenherbs.com if you want. If you don't want to, that's okay as well. But I'm going to have a black drawing salve that's going to be available soon. Black salves are amazing. Um, You know, some people use them for, like, skin cancers and stuff. I'm not selling a cure, trust me. But um, they can be used for, like, you know, if you have uh, a a sliver, a splinter, whatever you call them, when you get like wood stuck in your foot, you know, to draw whatever's stuck in there out, you can use them um, on pets. I use a black salve on one of our very old cats because he gets like these polyps in his ear. But when I put the salve on, they, they like harden and fall off, which is really cool. And it heals him. Um, so there's different herbs in there, like bloodroot, um, calendula, plantain, and what was the other one? Comfrey. And then I'm going to mix in things like activated charcoal, which helps to draw toxins out, and a bunch of other cool stuff. So that'll be available soon. Just have to find the time to finally put it all together. Um, the sparkling sea foam soap, I did a, t- a trial run, and it smells so good. It's amazing. So it's going to be um, plumeria flower, also known as frangipani. I think that's how you say it. Um, which I have growing right outside of my window here. Unfortunately, not enough to make my own essential oil of it yet, but... It's a it's a really cool plant. You can literally just break off a piece of it and just pop it in the earth, and it'll keep 
going. They just keep propagating. It's awesome. And the flowers smell so good. So um, it's going to be the plumeria and then sandalwood. So it's a really beachy, fresh kind of smell. I haven't quite got my my look of it down yet. I want to make it look a little bit cooler with like different colors swirling through it. Um, but I'm also limited in time. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get there eventually. I also have the cool glitter to put on it and stuff. Um, and then also we have incense available now. So they're on sale right now, 10 incense sticks they're really big ones too like jumbo ones um for five dollars five dollars so we have um eucalyptus peppermint and camphor scent we also have uh just plain lavender we have vanilla and orange and we also have lemongrass and cedar wood which i haven't tried it yet um, but it, it should help with bugs. Like if you want to sit out on your deck or something and you light one of those, it should repel bugs because of the cedar wood and the lemongrass. They both do that. So those, I just, all I do is I take a blank incense stick. I just dip it in essential oils and dry it. And you've got an all natural incense with no fragrance. It's just essential oils. So those are available now. I've only got a few left, but I'm getting another shipment of blank incense sticks in soon so check that out and i will talk to you guys soon good night